to anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, podcast land listeners. We uh, we thank you for tuning in to the Men Church Stuff podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, DJ Culp. As always, I'm here on the other end of, of our Zoom call with my uh, brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Brad, how's how are you doing today, man? You know, I am optimistic. Okay. <laughs> Not feeling great, but optimistic. <laughs> but optimistic. I've never heard it put that way. I it's like. Be, yeah. I may, I may, I may try to steal that one. Yeah. That's a. That's a. I, I appreciate the fact that that you didn't come out with like you know today just sucks. <laughs> no, I'm optimistic. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does, but like I'm optimistic. <laughs> It's like when you're fishing, DJ, and you haven't caught anything all day. How are you guys doing? You caught anything? No, no. But I'm a fisherman, so I'm. Optimistic. But I'm going to. Yeah, it's right. Right <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. I just been casting the wrong way. That's right. Yeah, I actually was going to relocate until you came up and asked us how we're doing. Yeah. So once we're done with this conversation, I'm going to reel in and then go catch some fish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just in the wrong place right now, buddy. That's that's, that's right. <laughs> Do you want to fish here? Because yeah. I'll take your spot. You know? Yeah. Um. So, listeners, today, Brad and I are going to do something a bit out of left field. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about our top ten, um, best movies of all time or favorite movies, whichever whichever one that 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 it's whichever just, way you kind of want to same list it's the same list see i know people that are like movie fanatics would say actually those are different lists and if you're enlist listener if you're one of those then we encourage you to to let us know how wrong we are with our own opinions yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um all right so and and and, and brad what, what do you want to do do you want to go one to ten or do you want to save like our number one to to like the last so start with the least we think and see like i don't know because i'm be honest like i put all these down and i i'm like i don't know how i can rank these which <laughs> one is which i'm not well, even sure with my top 10 list which one is that like they're all movies they're all just good yeah that are like like maybe a variation of one to three like, <laughs> well knowing you brad um uh, and 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 speaking of, I'm I'm under strict orders by my wife. Knowing you, I I figured that your top ten list would be Star Wars one, Star Wars two, Star Wars three, Star Wars four, <laughs> so, and and Shara so Shara told me I'm under strict orders that we are not allowed to spend a lot of time talking about any <laughs> Star Wars movie. She's gonna turn she's gonna turn the recording off. I mean, there are ten of them, right? You know, I mean, we can yeah. we can pull ten out. Uh, so what I did with <clears throat> so what I did there. It was just kind of list that as one 
<laughs> okay, all Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. I said Star Wars original trilogy. No, no, there you go. Okay, the best of that. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's just one. This is one movie. Uh, you got to watch it all at the same time. That'd be awesome. <laughs> all right. So, oh. well, um, so how about how about I kick us off then? You kick um, us off. So I actually did a little bit of rearranging in terms of like order of rank, but, but yeah, of course I did. But at the same time, I was like, I know that this is almost, this is kind of bogus because (laughs) I can't, I can't just say this is the number one movie of all time. So um, I, I kind of did more of like a mixture of, of entertainment of, um, sort of like emotional value and and nostalgia kind of all piled in. So I'm going to start out. I'll I'll, I'll start out the conversation with um, Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. Fantastic okay. movie. Um, the amount of for me the amount of of like truth, not in the storyline, but the amount of truth in in like what you're seeing is. I'm not I'm not I'm not a blood guts and gore guy. Um I mean I I remember I saw I, I see I saw I saw no pun intended. I saw a saw movie. And I remember I thinking saw. yeah, I remember this isn't this isn't scary. This is just gross. Like this is disgusting for the sake of being disgusting. Saving Private Ryan and specifically the opening scene, but I mean throughout the movie I know that they I know that they they did what they could to make it actually as realistic as possible. Um, I even remember hearing that when the movie came out um, that they had, uh, and I, I can't remember who directed the movie. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't know like all the directors and everything, but um, I know that they had psychologists um, on hand for, um, for war vets that, that, you know, that it would trigger their PTSD. It would trigger their, their memories. Yeah. Um, but I mean, brilliant performance by by Tom Hanks, in my personal opinion. Um, I really like Matt Damon's character too, but um, I love I love getting to see, and this is just my interest. I love getting to see some of the warfare, like the tactics that 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 were used. That's that it's. I, I like when I play chess. Sometimes I think, ooh, if this was like <laughs> this was a unit. <laughs> What kind of a unit would this be? But I'm going to crank it out. Saving Private Ryan. What do you got? The horsey is the cavalry. <laughs> the horsey is the cavalry. <laughs> so, so let me start then just with probably the one that would be number one on my list. Oh, okay. Um, definitely our families go to, we all don't feel good. We're all sick. Let's watch this movie. Um, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm, but what is it? So it's like, do, 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 the princess bride. Yep. I knew you're, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Um, let me tell you 25th anniversary showing in theaters and we took the kids and <laughs> I felt like a kid. That's awesome. Like when that popped up on the big yes. screen and just, <laughs> I, it was just one of the happiest moments of my life. 
I mean, I just was so full of like giddy joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we were in a theater that was probably about half full. Oh, that's and so sad. everybody and ever but everybody that was there, yeah, you know, were huge fans. Yeah, yeah. And and so like it was like watching it with a bunch of friends you didn't know because we're all <laughs> quoting the movie. Yeah, sure. You know, we're all laughing at the same time. You know, the it is so quotable, man. Gets up and everybody's like, Mowage. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, you know, love Andre the Giant. I, yes. I, I yes. love just it, like so much about that movie is just just fantastic it's so quotable matter of fact like i doubt a week goes by in our house that, <laughs> that, that it doesn't get quoted <laughs> your sister will get mad your sister will get mad if she throws out a line and i don't reply with the appropriate you know? that's amazing that is uh awesome. so it's like what what's wrong with you yeah so just a great movie and hilarious is because if, if guys haven't watched it and I'm like, oh, have you ever seen The Princess Bride? They're like, uh, no, I, I don't, you know, I don't watch Princess Bride movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch chick flicks. I, like, I don't go watch a Barbie movie. Yeah. Like, what? No, it's yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. That like the only bad thing about the movie is they named it wrong. They did, yeah. That's it's so yeah, misleading. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, it's full of pirates and death yeah. and, and death torture and, 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 and yeah. <laughs> and and irony and yeah. sarcasm yeah and andre the giant in andre the giant so my favorite thing about about that movie and and it's not really about the movie but it's about the process um that that they went through to to record and everything um the guy that plays <clears throat> the guy that plays vizzini was interviewed um and uh uh, interviewed i think it was during during the filming and um he overheard andre also being interviewed and the interviewer asked andre you know are you enjoying your time and yes yes you know that deep that deep voice that he had um and she asked him so what's your favorite part about you know being on movie set and being 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 uh out here doing this film and what he said was Nobody sees me because his entire life, like I love watching interviews about Andre the Giant by like Hulk Hogan or um, again, this guy, I can't think of his name, um, but, you know, everybody that was around Andre um, and other wrestlers and whatnot. But one of the things that that, that really stuck out to me was um, Hulk Hogan said that that he was he was going through the airport with uh, like behind Andre. And, um, you know, and he heard all of the comments that were going his direction. He said, and, you know, I just, I realized then that, that he deals with this everywhere he goes. And he said, and, and I mean, he, he wasn't, he didn't turn his head. He just kept walking. Like he was just used to it. So getting back to this interview, when, when he told the interviewer, nobody sees me, um, the guy that plays Vizzini said he was just one of the guys. Um, I, I like, and I love that the the camaraderie that he felt being around those guys. Yeah, 
Um, all right. So number nine for me and number nine, th the reason that this made it, it almost didn't. But the reason that this one made it on for me is because of its concept. I love I love like um, I love fiction movies that are very well thought out. I don't like fiction movies that are that are hokey. Um, but The Matrix was mm. a stellar movie. I like two and three were nowhere yeah. close. Didn't yeah. like nowhere close held, held the bar that the first one did. The first one is yeah. it's brilliant. And, and the reason I say it's brilliant is because of, I'm not going to say how realistic it is, but how logically realistic it could be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but, but the logic, the nature of how everything be yeah. became the way it was, I thought this is, I mean, this is incredible. I think one of the greatest, I think one of the greatest things in that is that, you know, they're like, um, we made you a utopia. And then it kept crashing the system. Yeah. And you rejected it. Yes. Oh, that's a it. great point, dude. I had never thought about that. Yeah. And it's like, wow. And that just the way that, <laughs> that we kind of are, we're like, yeah, nah, this, this is too good. I can't count. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big fan of of Keanu Reeves playing that part. I love Keanu Reeves just actually being Keanu Reeves, like like in in the John Wick movies or right. or or even even in the remake of. um, Or sorry, not the remake, but the original. Um, I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of him and Patrick Swayze teamed up um, in a in a movie. Uh, Keanu Reeves was an undercover undercover agent um, and he was a surfer guy. And, you know, Keanu Reeves has the 100 percent like L.A., San Diego, San Francisco surfer dude yeah. look, sound, everything. So I like I think I think Keanu Reeves in The Matrix was certainly a hard role or or maybe I mean not hard. I can't speak for him, but um, it, it just not is not typical, typical him. But I think he pulled it off very well. But again, to me, the plot of the matrix was just wonderful. Yeah. And the matrix didn't make my list, although it very well could have, cause it's definitely up there, mm. uh, but I'll, I'll piggyback off that with what you said, John wick, because that's, <laughs> that's on my list right there. The John wick. And again, I just the, the series. I don't know if you've watched them all. I've not uh, seen all of them, but dude, they're so good. Like your they're sister so even loved them. Oh, good. I introduced your yeah. sister to them. And so like, it's like when the, the new one came out, we, you know, we we basically bought it the the fourth one. As soon oh, as nice! We could, and so yeah, we watch them. Yeah, I love it. So quotable. Uh, I I I love so much. It's just so much about him, and and yeah. he speaks so little. Like talking, it's like it's true. Yeah, the phone the phone call. You know, and and the guy's talking to him and uh, Vigo, and he and Vigo's like, "Hey, John." And like he he says nothing, and he asks all these questions, and he's like, "John, that's that's not," and he says nothing, and he just like, and then finally just hangs up. Yeah, and the he guy knows goes, it's his death sentence. Yeah, and when the guy goes, "So, um, what do he say?" And he's like, "Enough." <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. Of course, one so, of my other favorite parts is is when Aurelio, the the like chop shop guy, oh yeah, punches Vigo's son, and then they're like. They're like, you know, Vigo's not going to like this. And he's like, I, I, you know, how do you know what he's going to like? I tell you what, he's going to understand. And then Vigo calls him and he's like, so I heard you struck, you struck my son. 
<laughs> I was like, yes, sir, I did. Can I ask you why? Well, sir, he, uh, he stole John Wick's car and stole and killed his dog. Oh. <laughs> click it's like <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean yep what do you do yeah, yeah. i'm um, gonna strike him too which he so does so. <laughs> what this is this is this is something i've heard um i'm gonna give a shout out here to uh a, a friend of mine um he's he's been doing podcasting for a long long time long before i ever knew him um ted cluck shout out to ted um uh he uh I've heard him speak on, on one of his podcasts um, in this, like the John Wick movie kind of relates to like the world of, of, of the mafia. Um, and one of the things that, that I, I really like about that kind of a movie, like I really enjoy the shoot 'em ups for sure. I mean, shoot saving private Ryan and the matrix were my first, were the first two that mm -hmm. I, that I mentioned, but um, I, I've always liked the fact that there is, that there are rules that you can't break, you know, like even, right. even in, even in that underworld, there are still, there's still like an etiquette of, 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 of being able to, to be quote unquote nice. And I've, yeah. I've, I don't know, I, there's, there's, to me, that's, that's kind of like the silver lining, um, yeah. you know, that, that still shows that, that humanity knows what is good and what is yeah. bad, you know? Well, John Wick, one, one of the things I love about it is like, he never kills anybody who's like innocent bystander. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like there, like, like there's no, like it's always yeah. someone who's like part of that world. Like even like when the cop shows up, you're like, Oh man, like he, he's just going to like, you know, this cop. And he's like, Hey Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're working again, John, just sorting yeah. some stuff out. <laughs> and like the cops looking in, he sees the dead bodies. He's like, Okay, I'll just leave you to it then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The moral the moral code is 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 sort of like true enough, right? Yeah. Um so dude, number eight for me, I had to put this on. I actually had um I had Christian Bale's version on here, but I was like, I, I don't think that I can I don't think that I can actually trump Michael Keaton's Batman. Hmm. Like Dude, Jack Nicholson was the scariest bad guy that I had ever seen as a kid growing up. Um, and the way that Michael Keaton's like stoic um steel look in mm -hmm. in that movie was was like awesome. I knew he was a good guy, but but like it's obviously I like I didn't read Batman comics at all, so I don't know like the true sort of the dark side of of the 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 comic hero Batman. I don't really know like all the all the backstory and all that kind of stuff. The way the comics did, the way the comics I think have um, have have told that. But to me, like I remember loving that that movie because Batman was a good guy, but it was like. He was a good guy on in in the in the dark underworld in the in the in the dark world of 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 evil. Um, and I mean, when I was a kid, like growing up near Chicago, like <clears throat> the city life resonated with me big time, you know. And so and so I could, I always kind of I always kind of wondered like I wonder what wonder what Batman would do like in Chicago, you know. Um, but yeah, Batman on the list for sure. Yeah. So. 
I like Batman's. None of them really made my list, but like I, I, I do like the Batman's. So I just they've never been my favorites. Batman's never sure. been my favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his superpower is money. Um, That's actually true. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, he's got brains too, but like, it's not like super brain. It's just like, oh, yeah. I have all this money. Yeah. Um. So so let me turn turn the gears and say this is uh, one of my favorites here on the list. It's a horror comedy. <laughs> okay. It, and to me, it, it's hilarious. It's definitely rewatchability. It's 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 uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I, I have never even heard of that movie. It. No, I've never heard of it. DJ, you you, you need to watch it. You, okay. you, you really do. Um, I think you would. I think you would enjoy it. You'll either enjoy it or you'll be like, I hate this, Brad. Why did you even recommend that I watch this? Okay, Tucker um, and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, this the the whole basically premise <laughs> is there are these two like hillbillies, right? Stereotypical <laughs> like hillbillies. They bought this cabin in the woods. They're going up to fix it up. They're really nice guys, but you mm-hmm. know they're they're they just they appear like they might not be. And then there's this group of college kids. It's like vacationing up there, and they keep mm-hmm. running into each other. And there's so many misunderstandings <laughs> and then people start dying, but it's really like, it looks like they're killing them, but they're not, but they're and not. Like, and so they're like, they're trying to stop all this from happening, but the more they try to stop it, the more people die <laughs> and spoilers. But one of my favorite lines is like, uh, it goes, we, we've got to, we got to call the police. And and he's like, what? Yeah. What are we going to tell him? (laughs) Hey, we were just up here minding our own business. And all these college kids just come up and started killing themselves on our property. (laughs) That's what happened. (laughs) I know, but they're not going to believe that. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It is. It's just, it's fantastic. So there's like no like supernatural anything like <laughs> to it. It's just this it's Pure kind of like luck. worst <laughs> case scenario, bad luck, <laughs> misreading situations. But it's, oh, that's good. It's, it's absolutely just hilarious to me, and uh, yeah, just just right up there on the list. And now I I'm like, man, I haven't watched that in a while. I should go watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as I was as I was listening to these, I was like, man, we I need to go, I need to go back and watch that. Um, so I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn it back around um to to uh um a historical drama. I like historical dramas if if they can keep my attention. Like sometimes sometimes I think historical dramas um like get too Hollywoody, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but number seven for me is remember the Titans. Mm. I, I, now I'm a sucker, Brad, as, as I mentioned, I want to say that I said this in, in our last episode that I'm the crier of the family. And if there's, if there's really anything that, that will get me to, to cry before anything else, it's like, it's, it's the idea of, of wrongful injustice. And I suppose wrong, I, I suppose wrongful injustice is relatively uh, redundant, right? Um, wrongful but, injustice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rightful like, injustice. Rightful, rightful injustice. Um, but with remember the Titans, 
I love like the the racial reconciliation that mm-hmm. that the movie not just not just chronicles right from from the actual team but clearly the the message is is pretty clear to you know to 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 the people viewing it or hopefully that you know there are still people that are I don't want to say stupid because that's inappropriate. So I won't say there's people that are stupid. So I won't. Yeah, we're just going to we will we'll avoid that one. There are people that that have that have um, misgivings about others. Right. Um, Stupid misgivings. Stupid Um, misgivings. So, yeah, yeah, the idea of of getting of getting two two types of people. And whether I mean, like in in remember Titans, it's whites and blacks. I mean, it could it could be different racials. it could be when I say races, like um, they're all Americans in in the movie. It could be Asians and Germans for all I care, right? I mean, like, yeah. uh, like when when somebody has been wronged and there is there's there's reconciliation, there's like repentance. Yeah. And I know, and I don't want to over spiritualize the movie, but all of those things occur in in this movie. Um, and so for me, I don't I don't actually care about them winning football games. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I love yeah. I love the. Um, the development of of the personalities. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. Yes, one of my favorite lines. And uh, Nurse, can't you see this is my brother? It's my brother. Yeah, yeah man. And uh, yeah, just probably too. And from a Christian standpoint, here we go. And, and <laughs> it, it, it always cracks me up a little bit. You know, the coach is a deacon. Oh, and, I and I love his struggle back and forth too. Yeah, you know, because it just shows like his growth and and even within the church the growth. But he's like, uh, Gary's in the hospital. He's like, well, let's pray. And Gary's like, Coach, I'm hurt, <laughs> not dead, ain't dead. That's right. But uh, I mean, no, I, again, I would pray in that situation too. But I just, I, I, I think I like the realness. Yeah, <laughs> of it like, and and I also what I also appreciate about Remember the Titans, um, is that it gets it gets close to the rawness yeah. of of what actually was going on. Yeah. You know, I, I'm another thing about historical dramas is if they if, if you know if they tiptoe around stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a person like just say it, dude. Just just yeah. come out with it. So, yeah, I love the integrity of of the coach. Um, is it Yotes? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he Coach Yost. The, yeah, Yost. There you go. That you know, the the refs making bad calls. Mm-hmm. And he's making bad calls because he's he's basically been told to do that. And and Yost Yost goes out there and he goes, Now look. Yeah. You know, you know, you know good and well that was a bad call and you need to make good calls. And he's like, you know. He's like, I swear, I'll take you down. I don't care if I go down with you. I'll That's take exactly the whole right. Place down. That's exactly and, right. And the ref looks at him and says, "You dig your own grave." <laughs> like, I will. Yeah. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you know, see it, Nick is meeting you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, so I I only ever I only ever played preseason football. I broke my collarbone in seventh grade, and my mother got scared that I would break bones or get concussions or whatever, and so no, I never played football not your again. Mother. I know. Yeah, not my mother. But um, the line after that, when Yost goes back to goes back to the sideline and he says, um, you're going to blitz all night. If they gain another inch, 
everyone's sitting the bench. And I'm like, that ramps me up to just take <laughs> over the world. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I can lift any weight, any amount of weight that you want. You've got me. Yeah. And let's talk about like, so the little girl, Hayden Pantier or whatever, like is, I think one of her first movies. Mm-hmm. She's the girl. I love her in that movie. Yes. Rick, I became a huge fan because she so shows so much emotion and it's like so real. This passionate little girl who loves what her dad's doing. And right. you know, he's not got the son. He's got this daughter, but she's kind of she's loves football. She gets in the boys' faces, you know, she's <laughs> she's passionate. And yeah. like she's so upset when he's <laughs> not gonna get the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But but at the same time, she's like, I I understand. Yeah. Like, I get it. You know, I, I understand. But Teresa, yeah. I mean, I just think she did phenomenal in in that movie. Yeah, she did. All right, What's so up next for you, Brad? Let's say um, this is an older one, but okay. I really love it. And it's the, the Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, so DiCaprio. Old, old, but yeah, Leonardo Yeah, DiCaprio, man. I haven't seen that one in years. That's a great choice. I mean, and a great too on uh, probably one of my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio where he plays roles where in the same movie, he plays the character that you hate the most. Yes. And the character that you love the most. Dude, good call. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's talent. Yeah. Like. Like, who's your favorite actor in this movie? Leonardo DiCaprio. Who's your <laughs> yes. least favorite actor in this movie? Like, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like, gosh, so many times I've watched the movie, shared, shared it with the kids. They, they've enjoyed it. You know, and, and again, it's, it's that there's so much. I love the Three Musketeers. Anyway, yeah, you know, the Three Musketeers. The I actually Man don't the remember Man. the premise of the movie. So yeah, oh, so. So so basically, you have the king who has two sons, which actually they aren't his. <laughs> they, okay. They're D'Artagnan's, but he doesn't know that. Okay. And he's seen so they're when the twin they're twins. Right now that I remember that. So many, yeah. He's seen so many kingdoms split that that when their twins are born, he chooses one to stay and one to go just live a different life, never okay. to know that they're royalty, right? The, the mother doesn't even know. Well, when the the son that stays becomes king, uh-huh. he finds out it, about his brother. Well, he's like this jerk face evil guy. So right. he decides that's dangerous to him. And Which so, is true in that time, yeah, right, sure. Right, and so he goes and basically puts him in the Bastille, okay, like with an iron mask on because they're twins, right? So that nobody can see his face, so that he can, so that he can never, you know, take power, so that no wow. one will ever know that he has a brother, right? Right? No, this is just this crazy guy in this iron mask, and he, you know, makes sure he's taken care of, so he doesn't have to, like kill him, right? Um, but but that he but he does like make sure that like he's there and but what he and he just basically keeps becoming this worse and worse king and then you have these three mus- you have the musketeers and they've retired except for d'artagnan okay and and so it's it's getting worse and worse now people are trying to assassinate king louis because he's just a horrible <laughs> king and so some of the former three musketeers get this whole 
we're going to replace him. We're going to rescue his brother because they know he exists. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, because one of them was actually the one that put him in the iron mask under under orders of the king, you know, and of course he's feeling super guilty about that. Yeah. But yeah, and then he's, so it's the whole thing if they're trying to replace him, but D'Artagnan knows that he's his son. D'Artagnan doesn't know about the other son. Oh, wow. And so he's trying to protect him to get from getting assassinated. And so it's like you have D'Artagnan versus the original three Musketeers kind of clashing, but they love each other. And it's, like, <laughs> it's, just, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Like there's, there's I'm it's one of those things soon. where like there's, it's, there's action, there's drama, there's like, no, yes. <laughs> and sorrow it it is it's just it's it's a fantastic movie great rewatchability yeah great quotability and it's got some amazing actors you know and actresses in there that just really bring it all together yeah it's it's certainly one of my like it would make my list if you were like you can only have so many movies to watch (laughs) over and over again right yeah so um then i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the next two um, we're, we're, we're really getting into the show here and, and we're about halfway through. So I'm going to give you two because they're both comedies. Um, but to me, again, because of, because of the plot and also clearly the lineup, but 1984 Ghostbusters came out, dude, mm, yeah. such a, such a good eighties, eighties style movie. Like, I'm glad you put that there. Because I didn't make my list and it hurt me that it didn't. I was I ran <laughs> it's, off space. It's so good. It's so good. But the other one, the the other one that's a comedy that I think is is brilliant. It's it's um I'm like I'm not gonna say like it's kind of quotable, I, I suppose, but it's more um it's more quirky and and um uh I love uh, I love sarcasm. I love irony. I love, like, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned to me that, you know, how much I love wordplay, all that kind of stuff. So Ghostbusters and then Shrek. Shrek is, sure. yeah. it's, it's so um, like, there's so many quips in it and there's so okay. many, the, yeah, there's so many um, like relevances that have been mis displaced to fit that, that movie style. Like, I yeah. think it's, I really think it's, it's, it's brilliantly put together. It, it really is a good movie, and I think the the voice actors like just make it too on top Dude, of Eddie Murphy. I think is the star of the of 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 the and movie, see, and and, mm-hmm. I, and I would agree. I think he and is it Mike Myers that does yeah, it's Mike Myers. Yeah, you know, I think they play so well, mm-hmm. just against each other with each other. <laughs> like this back and forth i mean i i would agree that the, the majority of of the goodness of the movie is those two is those two yeah like you take them out you don't have a movie or if you or if you if you replace eddie murphy i don't know man like so when shrek no. was made you could replace eddie murphy with chris rock you could replace eddie murphy with um with uh <clears throat> chris tucker or um oh um uh he um i martin lawrence <laughs> Like I, it's still a different character altogether. Yeah. Um, and, and I would agree with you that, that, I mean, even if you put Mike Myers, you know, if you replaced him with, uh, you know, if, if you decided I really like Mel Gibson's Mel Gibson's mm-hmm. Scottish accent in, in Braveheart, we'll put him in here, you know, like 
I mean, something like that, it's still not the same. Well, you know, Princess Bride, they originally <laughs> were going to do the Princess Bride. There were these actors that were, that were, were really kind of getting big or big. And that's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was, was considered for Fezzik and Danny DeVito was considered for Vincini. And I love those oh, guys. I yeah, like no those way, guys. Man. I like their chemistry and everything, but yeah. they just, they would have ruined the movie. They would have ruined the movie. It just, it would not have been um, the same. And, and Which is and, why they made twins. Right. And, and, and that movie worked. Yeah. And again, <laughs> like, I love those guys. I love their chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think they played mm-hmm. really well off each other. Good, but yeah, I'm I'm so glad. And one of the reasons they didn't get Arnold was was because he had become such a big star by the time they actually were making the movie that they couldn't afford him. Uh, I, yeah, well, I mean, I'm it like, came thank out. Thank you, Lord, that they could not afford. Yeah, him. I mean, it came out during Terminator, like the the era yeah. of of Terminator and Commando yeah, he was, and he was huge. and yeah and Predator. I mean, yeah, you can't afford that guy. That's 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 a good point. All right, what you got? <clears throat> Uh, so going on comedies, one of the movies that the first time I watched it, okay. Uh-huh. The first time I watched it, I went, what did I just watch? Oh no. This is the dumbest. Please don't tell me that's oh, ever. No. Um, but after that, it, it's just been great. And it's Monty Python quest. Oh, I'm dude. I swear. I thought you were about to say Napoleon dynamite. And I was going to no, end our it, zoom call immediately. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it didn't. It didn't quite make my list. I mean, okay. that, I mean, same, same scenario, oh. but, but no, not as good of a movie as Monty Python: The Quest for Holy Grail. And I'm sorry, I have to apologize to you, Brad, that that didn't make my list, and it, and, yeah. and like, it hurt me that it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> such a good movie. It, That's a quotable movie. But, yeah. yeah. Well, and so here's the thing: the first time you're watching it, you're you're trying to figure out the plot. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> and then it just ends. <laughs> And what you're like, I, what? One of my favorite parts of the movie is that the intermission comes about 15 minutes before the movie's over. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Do you have a, do you got another comedy? Another comedy? No, that's probably my last comedy. Okay. So, um, so I, you know, I, I, I did two. So I'll, so here's number four for me. Um, back to the future the first one okay and again for for me it's um i love the plot i love the idea the the storyline is what draws me in and in my personal opinion that movie would not have been anywhere near the same if christopher lloyd had not played doc agreed yeah i mean he's i liked um, I liked Michael J. Fox as Marty, and I think that the I like I mean, I don't think there's anybody else that could have played Marty as well. But I think the I think the movie still could have had feet to stand on if Michael J. Fox hadn't been Marty. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody else could have played Doc <laughs> like Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he he really is just that quirky, brilliant, like oddball character. He plays that very well. Yeah. Um, I tell you the one thing that bothers me about that movie. Okay. Uh-huh. The first time that it like works, right? He's almost like, wow. But if it didn't work, it's gonna run him over. Like 
kind of deal. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let's hope it's it like, works. It's like, this is a little dark, Doc. <laughs> yeah. That was a little bit dark. <laughs> it is very much You're like so. it's going to work or I'm or just, I'm, I'm going to I'm die. Out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and in, in technically in his defense, the Libyans would have taken care of that in 10 minutes time anyway. Yeah, you know, so like, like, yeah, I mean, you know, and shoot, maybe Doc knew that. He's like, you know, yeah, maybe you're going to work or I'm going to oh, go out on my man. own terms. That would be that would be a good fan theory to read that Doc actually yeah. knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the movie, clearly he did. What do you got? Yeah. All right. So this has been this is one of my favorites from childhood. Mm -hmm. um, I still think it's a great movie. Uh, you know, the kids watched it. Uh, I will say I watched it so much. My parents probably hated it. Um, <laughs> my brother started watching it so much that I started hating it for a while. <laughs> uh, it's a movie that if I sit down and tried, I could probably still write down to you like 80 percent of the words yeah to the movie yeah and it's it's the animated disney's robin hood so with the oh, and uh such a good know, movie dude it, it just still just it's, in my heart in my mind it's it, so it's, good i watched that movie so much that you know again back then we had tape yep yeah, I mean, between me and my brother, we basically wore that tape out. <laughs> the way are they? The sound wouldn't even play right. Now, I got so like, just like my brother got wanted to watch it so much. Um, the tape disappeared, right? And then uh -huh. my parents were like, they, they thought I threw it away. Now, I don't <laughs> remember ever throwing it away. My guess is one of my parents threw it away. Because <laughs> they got sick and tired of it. Yeah. Because, you know, you go through me watching it and then it's like, oh, okay, now right. he's kind of yeah. getting out of it. And then now my brother's watching it. And it's like, <laughs> how many times? I mean, it's a great movie, but oh, it's so good, man. But how are we as kids, right? It's like, let's watch it again. Like, you've already watched it six times today. Yeah. I think right. that's enough. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that that tape accidentally made it into file 13, you know, accidentally. <laughs> file 13. Yeah. Oops. But yeah, still. And, and, and I think even as an adult, like, it's, it's a great plot. Yes, it's, it's it is. It's got great characters, development. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's another Injustice movie. Um, yeah. And and Disney throws throws like has its has its original Disney charm in it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just in quotes, you know, faint heart never won fair lady. I mean, that's <laughs> that's shaped my life. <laughs> <laughs> so number three for me, I'm at my, I'm at my top three. Um, number three for me. Mel Gibson's The Patriot. Again, that movie will get me crying every time. It will it get me crying like at the death of 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 his sons, maybe like as a parent now, but even before we had kids, the movie of of insurmountable odds because of regular people yeah. just like you know, knives and pitchforks and torches versus Virtus versus the you know trained British militia. That or, or uh, um, not militia, excuse me, trained, trained British, um, um, like, uh, what do they call them? I'm trying to think of their, 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 the red coats, the infantry. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll figure it out here in a minute, but, um, the idea of all we have to do 
is get enough of us rallied together mm-hmm. and just fight our hearts out. Like I, 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 I'm a sucker for that plot line. And I mm-hmm. like, I can only hope that I've got that much courage and bravery in my heart. Right. Um, so can't handle that movie. I mean, watched it. Yeah. Uh, again, as an empath and as someone who, Oh dude, like I struggle with real movies. Yeah. That's why, you, you know, so I, a lot of the movies that I have, they're, they're fantasy. Yeah. They may have yeah. some of the same plots. They may have some of the same pains, some of the same problems. Right. But because there is that element of fantasy. Yeah. Then, then I can separate myself from that. But yeah. like with that, I just, I, I did like, like it tore me up. Not, yeah. not just crying. I'm like emotionally, I was not okay. Yeah, um, sure. Well, and, and I mean, it's a heavy movie. Yeah. Like it's and, and and it's because I think it is you're right. It's because of the real ability, right? Yeah, um, right. And so, and again, maybe that that speaks to how good the movie is. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not I'm not downing the movie by any sense. Yeah, um, no. but just I, yeah, I think I watched yeah. it with your dad, and then I was like, I can never watch this movie again. Yeah, I just if I'd have cried, I'd probably been okay. But then it's like, no, I just. There's just too much. Matter of fact, I'm just thinking about it right now. It's like stressing me out a little bit. <laughs> it's, like, well, no. then it's your turn. Go ahead. Let's let's yeah. let's move on. So, so I've got uh, I've got four left. I think. Yeah. Um, one of these is my go-to garage movies. This is a okay. movie that I will play while I'm working on the car. Um, yeah. In the garage, it's a background movie. Like it. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Now, oh, I guess I I've never preface, seen the Chronicles of Riddick. I have to preface that not the newer one because they like did like a sequel, but I think they called it Chronicles of Riddick again. Oh, but the but the older one. So you had Pitch Black, which was okay. Yeah, um, and the sequel to it's actually the Chronicles of Riddick with still Vin and, Diesel. Yeah, uh, yeah, Vin Diesel, and right. so that would be that. Yeah, that's one of my two. Like I'm working, I want in the background, kind sure. of listening to it uh sci-fi you got this group of guys called the necromancer or necromongers sorry necromongers uh-huh. who are you know going across the, the universe and they're basically con- like their whole thing is like if, if they can't convert you they'll kill you wow and they're trying to populate this whole new universe this whole new world which apparently does exist um it's just it's interesting and you have like riddick who kind of gets in the middle of things and is one of his things is like it's not my fight it's not my fight but yeah but it becomes his fight and it's a great movie now i i pitch black was okay yeah but it wasn't great but if you're really going to appreciate the chronicles of riddick you got to watch pitch black that's so what i've like, heard yeah you go watch <laughs> pitch black and you go okay it's okay but then you go all right <clears throat> now the chronicles of riddick this is this is really awesome so that's like for me and and probably one of my favorite roles that that vin diesel yeah plays you know a lot of action a lot of i mean there's a lot of like death but it's not a gory death right sure matter of fact like i think there's very little gore you know people just die right (laughs) they just die well, why don't you uh, why don't you double up then? Why don't you tell us your number three, and then we'll we'll we'll. All right, so now we go into kind of what what I have left are all 
either trilogies or multi movies. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess let's just pull the one that's already kind of been off there, which would be Star Wars. <laughs> Star um, Wars, but, but yeah. the original, but again, the original trilogy. I, I like Star Wars. Um, we won't talk about the the prequels. Yeah. Um, again, I think they're pitch black. They're like, oh, there's so much information. You should go yeah. watch them later yeah. for for to fill in the blanks. It's really true. Um, yeah. But they're not the they're not the greatest of the movies. If somebody's going to start watching Star Wars for the first time, I'm like, don't start there. See, like, I argue. I I would argue that I when when Shara watched Star Wars for the very first time, um, we were already married. She'd never seen it. And I knew her, she would be utterly lost if we started with three and we ended with, I'm sorry, if we started with four and we ended with three, I knew that she would hate it because like to her, the storyline needs to make sense that she needs right. well, the character chronolo- development. Yeah. I mean, if you're really like purist with chronolo- chronolo- chronology, chronology, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that. But I mean, like, as far as like, I could just see you getting, getting lost in the yeah. first three and not yeah. enjoying it. Whereas yeah. if. You know, you get the original, <clears throat> but anyway, I think it's a great series. Certainly one of my personal favorites. Um, one of my personal favorite memories is sharing that with my son. Oh uh, man. And you know, he, he got to that age where it's like, all right, I think he's ready, you know, for this. I think he's probably about eight years old. So like we put the couches together, you know, we had, we're, we're watching on the TV, popcorn, just me and him, everybody That's else so has cool, kind of gone to bed and yeah. Yeah, it's just like a special. You stay up tonight. Yeah, and the Death Star blows up, and my son goes, "Oh, I really <laughs> like the Death Star." <laughs> like that's, oh, that's my son. I was like, "Oh, I really liked the Death Star." That's awesome. And it's like, and I gotta like bite my tongue. It's just like, yeah. well, that's good. Good. <laughs> There's gonna be another one. It's, it's coming back. <laughs> it's you know, coming it's, back. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's, apparently everybody else did too so so. yeah (laughs) but you know and that's probably gonna always be one of my favorite memories and yeah i've quoted that him on that so many times because i mean here's just this eight-year-old with just this deep emotion of oh yeah i really disappointed that they blew up the death star (laughs) well then i will actually like piggybacking off of that um i will actually amend uh my my number two and my number one because they're also you know, um, they're also, uh, like sagas, um, <laughs> number two for me, um, I actually had Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring, but the Lord of the Rings, um, saga is mesmerizing to me. Mm-hmm. I love, I love Tolkien's story. Mm-hmm. I love, um, dude, Ian McKellen is Gandalf. I mean, like, I, I think he played a really good Magneto in the X-Men series, but dude, Ian yeah. McKellen is absolutely Gandalf. That is that is it's almost like he was made for that part. Um, yeah. I love the character development. I know that I know that there's tons of stuff that um um oh help me out. What was the director's name? Um I can I I'll, could have told you a second yeah, ago. I know, right. So Don't put me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. But I know that there's a the lot of stuff guy. that that I know there's a lot of stuff he left out. The um, beardy brother, oh, but oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta get like, there for just a second. But he, he I not like I think that the overview of what the movies or what the book is really really about. Um, Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson, that's Peter that's Jackson. who. Re- yeah, yeah. Um, I really think that Peter Jackson did a stellar job of of getting there. 
Well, yeah, so, so that's, that's my number two. Mine, that, that's one of my last two. Yeah. I probably would have put that as the number one that I have left. Okay. Uh, having said that, love the Lord of Rings. Uh, books are better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I like the Hobbit uh, movies too. That's not on my list, but but I do appreciate them. Although there's yeah. some, you know, if you're a purist, they're going to drive you crazy. Um, yeah, they are. <clears throat> here's my problem. I need yeah. to state this for all of my Lord of the Ring. I don't know what you're going to say. And sisters, Peter Jackson, we love the movies, but how dare you leave out Tom Bombadil? Tom Bombadil. Like how not even not, a I know. reference. Not even, like, I mean, give nothing, <laughs> nothing, not even, not nothing. even, a, not a smidge, not a skosh. Not, of, like not uh, even, yeah, nothing. yeah. No, no reference. No one. Hey, no one even relatively like mentions his name is nowhere in there. You have no. erased him from the Lord of the Rings universe. <laughs> yeah, and, no. and, and, and how dare you? Yeah. I love your movies, but how dare you? How dare you? I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the extended versions. I <laughs> marathoned them with my wife. Hmm. It's absolutely phenomenal. But every time I go, oh, how can you leave out Tom Bombadil? Yeah, like and and my my only guess is because his character is so much that it would have taken up so much time. Yeah, to just probably do would have any kind of justice. But I think that's part of it. You know, you get like what this chapter, chapter, chapter and a half. Yep. in the books of Tom Bombadil, because the ring has no power over him. That's right, and that's part of the whole thing. Is you go <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. He puts it on the ring, nothing happens. Like it grows to his finger because he's huge, you know, puts it on, <laughs> nothing happens. He takes it off, he gives it back. It's like what just yeah. happened here? Yep. And there's so much theory. There were so many letters and stuff that went back and forth with him, like asking who who he is. There's so many fan theories because he never would tell. Like he would never give like a straight answer. Like he would answer some of the questions or he would like but but he would never like tell who he was or who wasn't fully. Yeah. With yeah. Tom Bombadil. And and one of my favorite fan theories uh-huh. is that it's actually him writing himself into the book. You're talking about Tolkien. Yeah. It's actually yeah. Tolkien writing himself into the book. Like as huh. as as this as this character. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because I mean Tom Bombadil could have just walked it in there and threw it in there. And the thing was like he but the thing was he wasn't going to. Yeah. And so others have said, well, he's God, you know, he's the highest of the, the valor, you know, or what, you know, like that's his character. So he's, Hmm. you know, I mean, he certainly helps them along the way and he does rescue them at at one point, but yeah, it's like, and I think Gandalf says, you know, in the book, like he, you know, because I think somebody mentions why just Bombadil do it. And he's like, well, he just, he just wouldn't it, it wouldn't matter enough to him <laughs> he just wouldn't to do it yeah it's yeah. like <clears throat> different things so yeah, yeah lord of the rings though movies are amazing um the books are are absolutely epic um, yeah they are i'm still working on the silmarillion i've never um, yeah i never read it i, I had paused it. it it is i tell you what Tolkien was brilliant yeah and I cannot always keep up with his books. <laughs> yeah. 
especially in the Silmarillion. It's just like, I get so lost. And one of my <laughs> problems is like, everybody's got like four names. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, wait, who is that? Oh, <laughs> also known as, you know, Mithrandio. <laughs> wait, who? Like, and I think I'm going right. And I think I'm understanding what's going on. That's like, oh no, that was so-and-so's brother. Like, what? <laughs> like, stop the madness. This is awesome. But I, you know. Yeah. Anyway. What's next for you? So, so what I have left and, and, and I'll be honest, like out of all the movies we talked about, this is definitely not the number one. Okay. But it's, but it's definitely, I think a good series and I've watched it uh-huh. over and over. And um, that's Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. I thought about putting that. Yeah. Um, um, I think they, I, I think that they do gradually get worse, but the first one is the first two for, for sure are <coughs> wonderful. Excellent movies. Uh, and honestly, one of my favorites, and it's not the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It really is not the whole movie. And I'm trying to think of his his name. Um, but it's Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Telling Them Tales. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm looking it up real quick. Okay. Try to see the actor. What's what's the character? I knew his I, I know his, his name. Javier Bardem. Bardem. Oh yeah yeah, Cap- yeah, 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 yeah. He he plays you know the captain, uh, the Spanish captain. Yeah. I love his character. Yeah. I love the way he plays it, and I love like his his accent, his 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 emotion that he shows with staying like non-emotional. Yeah. And yeah. just, I think for me, that is, I like him in a lot of different movies, um, but that's probably my favorite role. Yeah. And, and then just the clever little, you know, I always like it when in the movie, they, they drop the name of the movie, but they do it well. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. Pirates, Dead Man Tunnel Tales. And he's like, Dead Man Tunnel Tales. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, there he went. That's there the name is. of the movie. Like, the movie. Let's, let's get it in there. <laughs> but but I I really I really like his his character. It was like they're like you killed so many men. He's like men no pirates. <laughs> yeah, but you know it really sets up the how Jack Sparrow became Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, and, it really does. And you know you start to to see him in a in a slightly different way. Yeah, um, you know of course he's the pirate that you learn to love. Yep. Even though he's like a pirate and he's like, he's, he's a scoundrel. Yeah. But at the same time, he's, he's, a, he, he's not a super scoundrel. I mean, I don't even know how to describe well, it. Well, again, it's sort of like the John Wick thing. Like, um, yeah. like he's got a moral code, you know, mm-hmm. right, um, because, because <clears throat> you find out that his problem, like with the, the, the company, you know, where he gets the kind of gets branded is because you know he refuses to move humans as like he's, yeah, he's not right. going to do slave trade yeah and so yeah. they they like basically that's where he gets branded as a pirate and gets blacklisted by the world yeah because he's like yeah I'll do all this stuff I'll I'll kill I'll pillage <laughs> I'll, um but I'm not doing slave trade I'm not doing human trafficking yeah that's yeah. I draw the line. Well, Brad, we end 
with mine and you've already actually already said it um but star wars for me um i actually had my favorite is return of the jedi star wars okay. 6 yeah um and it's just that's um i think the the plot comes to comes to a head um and there's so much for me there's so much nostalgia um you know watching it so much with uh with my dad and my mom and um and you know um i was always i was always i always wanted to be a fighter pilot um when i was a kid and and so like all of the all of like the um the scenes of x uh, of x wings and a wings and y wings you know mm -hmm. fighting tie fighters and all that kind of stuff um i love um i love the the forest battle again you know and it's it, it's it's sort of this you know it's the the resurgence of this um injustice and uh just completely unassailable mm -hmm. really unassailable win you're not going to the, the odds actually are unbelievably exponentially against them but um yeah man so that does it for me um and uh and that's your list right you're good too yeah that is you know and again there's a lot of good movies there's that so many out. good yeah right probably yeah. some good movies that probably would have trumped some of the ones on my list by the way so <laughs> yeah. uh, just just again as i'm th thinking about these things really quickly you know you messaged me yesterday yeah those are kind of the ones on my mind i'm, I'm sure as i'm gonna be like scrolling through and seeing a movie and i'll be like oh no that 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 would so yep so so people listening to this you know don't be uh, hard on us if you're like oh, i can't believe they didn't mention this movie that's right we yep. may very well agree with you <laughs> and yep. it's just says, feel free to comment give us your that's right give us your 10 give us give us your favorite hey this is uh this is the movies we like yep. um but definitely some great movies out there yeah and, if um if you're a fan of the show you can always um we we would love it if you if you followed the show subscribe to our show so you can always see the updates um we've got a facebook group that's open to the public um and in the facebook group group there's actually an open chat now um tell us what you're thinking of the show tell us some some ideas uh that you would like for me and brad to to talk about um, rate us and review us. Give us five star rating. Um, if you if you access access our podcast on on Apple, um, you know review us. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Let it let the world know what you think. So we appreciate you guys, listeners. Brad, we'll catch you next time. All right, go watch some movies.